This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh, it's so good to be with you here just right before Valentine's Day. (laughs) You know, there's a lot going on this weekend as well as the Super Bowl. I understand I've, I've heard a rumor about that, but we've got way more of a Super Bowl going on here today on Kingdom Pursuits. First up, we have with us Pastor Skip Furrow. He was with a North Point Baptist Church here in Winston-Salem. And Skip, we got a big event coming up. Yes, we do. Um, and I appreciate the, so much the opportunity to tell everyone we can about this. It is a privilege for our church to be in support of the Salem Pregnancy Care Center which reaches out to uh, young women in a crisis pregnancy situation, giving them an alternative to abortion, counseling them, loving on them, uh, giving them advice, supporting them, and uh, helping them through a crisis in their life and giving them an alternative. And uh, we have been very impressed with their ministry and their outreach and their presentation of the gospel. On March the 5th, we will be sponsoring as a church a 5K walk-run, all proceeds of which will go towards Salem Pregnancy Care Center. And we are, I want to just be able to tell everybody about it. Um, you can find it on itsyourrace.com. Uh, this is an official race. Dick Sporting Good stands behind this. Finish line timing will be the official timekeeper for it. There'll be awards for every age group. We will give away door prizes, uh, free prizes. Um, Zaxby's will be there with free food. Uh, We'll have a classic truck parked there on the tailgate. There'll be uh, coffee for everyone who wants to enjoy it. And uh, the 5K race will start at 10 a.m. And then right after that, a pot of gold, short, just a short dash, I think, for young kids at 11 and the awards at 1130. Uh, The... uh, the cost of it is $35, but if you push a child in a stroller, it's only $25. That'll make wow. it more fun. Yeah. And, and so, in my understanding, it's at the farmer's market? In it Colfax? is, in Colfax. <coughs> right. Yeah, be running around the farmer's market at Colfax. So, how fun. Saturday morning. It's called the Lucky Leprechaun right. 5K. Again, it's going to be at the farmer's market. That's pretty easy for all of us to know. Yes. Between Winston-Salem and Greensboro. Kind of fits here right between the two. And uh, how neat that, that, that this is going to support such an amazing cause. So we're going to be talking with, obviously, Skip about his, you know this race, about his church, etc. But we also have with us David Johnson. And we've had David on before. He's, uh, I've met him at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. He's an author. But you've got a new project, David. I understand that uh, is your new book, You Are a High Value Target. I didn't know you I was. are. <laughs> so, uh, of, of all the people who should know how valuable they are, it ought to be both of you. 
<laughs> you know, unfortunately, um, I, 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 we would we do these mask on journey boot camps, and and sometimes I've told these guys, you know, as you leave here, be aware that you've got a bigger target on your back than you've ever had. Yeah. The enemy now knows that you you're walking into your true identity and those kind of things that that you become a more valuable target. And wow, one time, three weeks later, one of those young men, um, you know, got taken out completely. Was and it happened to be Bob Young's son, wow. who is their Christian junkyard guy. And I can remember Bob looked at me and said, "Do you remember what you said three weeks ago?" And it really, it's it's a it's a frightening reality. But by the same token. You know, God has got us right where he wants us. Yeah, and he's got a battle plan for us to to deal with the enemies, and they are plural. Um, I like but that. We're, you know, an interesting scripture says we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. We know what's going on, and the first rule of warfare is know your enemy. And so uh, uh, we don't shirk in fear. We're, we're ready, and we... Got marching orders. Let's go for it. Yeah, and David, you were you were in the military and written other books for military people, right? I wasn't in the military, but yes, I wrote a book called "Time to Kill" and "A Time to Heal," basically to help combat soldiers um, recover from PTSD. Because when you've had to shoot a man face to face on the battlefield, you then have to go through his clothes, pull out his pockets, his pockets, and they they would find a picture of his wife, a picture of his children, and they have to live with that the rest of their lives. And, and it's interesting, because uh, the insight comes, of course, from Scripture, which is the basis of all truth. But in Ecclesiastes, uh, there's a time to be born and a time to die, and two verses, a time to kill and a time to heal. Anybody who's had to kill legitimately in a, uh, a war um, has got to heal. And the very fact that we're having so many suicides by military people every day in America is just indication of how severe they need biblical instruction on how to get over the killing. All right, which, which ties back into what Salem Pregnancy is doing so much, right, David? Um, Pastor... In that um, every single abortion has multiple victims of murder, yeah. right? You, you've got the, the mother, but then you also have the father, and you know, a lot of times have the in-laws or the parents of the, of the mother. All these people now all suffer with that same kind of thing. And yeah. so, boy, if we can get it stopped before it ever starts... It's it's a powerful thing, right, Pastor? Yes, and I was just thinking the other perspective to this is, as you mentioned, the father and the mother of of a child that has been aborted, they are going to deal with a huge crisis. And a, another part of a ministry like this is to be there for people like that, for the healing and for to know that they are they are loved by God, that they are cared for, they're valuable to him, and that there is forgiveness, there is redemption. And Boy, you got that right. Yes. You know, and I think that's the other part of this that, that sometimes is neglected. 
Yeah, but I, I pre- boy, David, I'm looking forward to reading this book. Just now hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah. And, well, you know it, what? What we celebrate really is is what all three of us celebrate, and that is the gospel. It is the power? Yes. Of God to salvage these people. I, I, I'm amazed that God loves sinners. Like, like <laughs> He loves sinners. Um, that's a that's a radical thing, and um, and there's no sin or number of sins that the blood of Jesus cannot cleanse. So we just we get forgiveness, but we get cleansing, and then we get reestablishment. And so, uh, like you're saying, Skip, that father and that mother need that kind of encounter with God that makes the old pass away so the new can begin. Right. Yeah, I can remember, um, it was interesting, I, I, I did a, uh, I guess, a radio show during the uh, Christian Counselors Convention that was in Nashville one time. They wanted me to interview 100 counselors. Hmm. And as I was going through doing all these interviews, so many of them, I, I would I would say a third of them, were counselors to people either that were considering abortion, the mothers, the fathers, the the in law. I mean, the, the mother and father of the daughter often push their daughter, and and the the guilt that can come yep. on to that is it's it's sure. it's all part of. But it was interesting to me that almost every, in fact. In, in that particular situation, every single counselor had experience firsthand of an abortion yeah. or somehow or connected to it where they had walked through those things and God had healed them. You know, he, he was the God of all comfort scripture, right, from Second Corinthians, right, that God had comforted them so that they could, they could comfort others. Uh, it's amazing how that all goes around. So you can see we got a great show lined up for you. I still haven't got to my riddle. Didn't seem appropriate right there in the moment we were talking about. <laughs> but we will get to that when we come back, as well as more from Pastor Skip in this 5K race and David Johnson with his book, Right? You are a high-value target. Wow. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom, and how fun we've got Pastor Skip Furrow with us with North North Point Baptist Church, and their amazing Leprechaun Lucky 5K that's coming up, as you might guess, in March, like leprechauns do, um, at 10 o'clock, the Farmer's Market in Colfax. And again, this is um, at Lucky Leprechaun are they give give the give the website again where people can register. Um, if you go to um, itsyourrace.com, um, we are calling the race running for their lives. So you'll see that also on there, and the four is numeric, running for the letter, the number for their lives. But it's we're piggybacking onto what has historically been the lucky leprechaun race at the farmers market. So look for the. Uh, either running for their lives or the lucky leprechaun on itsyourrace.com. There you go. Right. And so we got that coming up and a lot more from him. And, of course, we have David Johnson. He's the author of You Are a High Value Target. 
So as you might know, I have to get to my riddles. And so, um, <laughs> that Carmen, <laughs> speaking of targets, oh, some of these, uh, I found, uh, you know, I honestly had one that was so funny, it made me laugh for five minutes, but I can't share it on the air. Anyway, <laughs> not because it was, well, just couldn't do it. Anyway, how did the bank, <laughs> now, now we're all wondering. <laughs> Now I'm worried. Uh, yeah, yeah. David and I are getting worried right now. And there was a, a racial slur in there that I just didn't think was appropriate. Anyway, how did the bank robber choose his next target? You may wonder this. Did you wonder about it, Carmen? Yeah, I did wonder. Can you tell me about uh, it? How did the bank robber, you know, they have to be careful. So he used Google's safe search. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but Google's safe search, you know, they show you where all the safes are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and and i don't know i'm so tempted to tell this one but it's it's not a ra- it's not oh well what do you call a bank uh excuse me what do you call a duck that always hits its target did you know that one carmen no i don't do you know. call that a quack shot that's <laughs> very good yeah that <laughs> one's just you know this is actually a, a, of the anyone from my church is groaning right now because they know I'm gonna that, okay, that would so be repeated. <laughs> you've, you've talked me into it, and so I've had to do it. Here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> the son-in-law. Now I understand this isn't the best of taste, but I I find it so funny. I just sat there and laughed for five minutes. Anyway, the son-in-law was sat in his room throwing darts at his mother-in-law's photo, but not even a single one hits the target. Can you picture that, Carmen? He's throwing these darts. Apparently, he's not a very good shot. And from the living room, his mother-in-law says, What are you up to now, Larry? (laughs) To which he responds, I'm missing you, Mom. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, Oh, well, I think it's funny anyway. (laughs) So after all that shenanigan, you knew I actually would. Do you like that that one, uh, David? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, you should have written the book instead of me. <laughs> no, so. <laughs> what, what an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get to our actual Bible riddle today. So here you go. What archery shots in the Bible? Since we're talking about targets, right? What archery shots in the Bible went long? Sounds <laughs> like the Super Bowl. These archery shots went long, and you could say the two involved were pulling a few strings to get safe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so if you know the answer to that, you call us 866-348-7884. We got some stuff for you. 866-34-TRUTH. If you know which archery shots in the Bible went long, you can say the two involved were pulling strings to be safe. And Carmen, if they can guess that, tell them what they'll win. They'll win one of our marvelous reads from the Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. Oh, it's loaded for bear. We have so many wonderful books, and all you got to do is call in and t- answer our riddle on those famous long archery shots. Come on, it's a pretty easy one. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And, uh, you know, no doubt, they missed the target. Anyway, on purpose. So, Pastor, I, I'm, I'm curious um, about the... Uh, how did you get involved with Salem Pregnancy? What, what, how did God put this all on your, on your hearts to get involved? I, I enjoy running. Really? I do. I do. I enjoy running. And um, I just 
heard about the ministry. Our church has heard about them for years and just felt burdened. And I, I enjoy participating in 5Ks. And I thought, well, why can't our church do one to benefit this local ministry that is such an incredible outreach to others? And so we contacted the ministry and they thought it was a great idea. And so we just decided to do it and thought it'd be a fun way to raise money for them. And so you've probably run <clears throat> in previous, it sounds like, Lucky Leprechaun runs maybe. No, uh, last year was the first time that I've ever run in that one. I've done some other 5Ks, um, but uh, this is the first time I've ever done this one. But last year I did run in it, yeah. So Yeah, so you, you've, you, you, you've had a chance to experience that. But the neat thing um, – as, as somebody that I used to could do that, I'll be honest that I'm not physically able to do it anymore because my knees won't take the running that they used to. I could do a 5K walk maybe, but yeah. But when I used to run 5Ks, um, the camaraderie, right, and that, mm -hmm. that whole sense of really community as you guys are, are, are getting through it and, and, yeah. and the whole fun of, of, you know, wow, God gave you a body that could run miles and miles. It's, it's still fun for me to do that, and it's exciting. Uh, and you're you're right. There is a camaraderie because you just have fun, you know, together. Uh, a younger, a much younger guy than me, who's a good friend that I met through uh, Marywood Christian Camp. He ran with me last year, and he deliberately stayed with me. He could have run it a lot faster, but he deliberately stayed with me um, in the race just to encourage me. And um, we had a lot of fun. And I really appreciated him doing that. He could have run it a lot faster than me. Yeah, but, I actually had a guy that used to run marathons. It was a Marine. That I can't imagine. <clears throat> and um, he, he, he taught me some beautiful things yeah. that I've never forgotten. He would say, Robbie, don't look ahead. Mm -hmm. Look at the ground right in front of you. And, 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 and he said, I've never forgotten that if I'm running. And then he says it's all about the breathing. It's all about your yes, breathing. It is. And that if you can get a cadence in your breath going, which don't you find that interesting that in so much of life, it's all about the breathing? It is. You There's a lot of spiritual applications <laughs> in physical exercise and, you know, just the discipline. You read the book of Proverbs, it says a lot about just discipline, diligence. And there's a lot of applications, I think, spiritually that you learn from just physical exercise. Right. Yeah. And, and it's like, man, you know, unfortunately, we're mindless about our breathing. Yes. But it's so connected to the spirit, it's unbelievable. And if we could, you know, somehow or another get on that page, are you, are you tracking with us at all, David, here, or are we often left well, field? Well, I've decided I would like to go to yourrace.com and register on the condition that Skip doesn't make me actually do the run. Um, uh, that'll be just uh, fine, I, brother. I, <laughs> I, I'm an old man. In fact, the highest compliment I ever get from my wife is, David, you don't act your age. <laughs> there you go. That's a compliment, my dear. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still enjoy riding my bike. I can yeah. do that with my knees. Um but but and I, I you actually employ the same techniques I used to do when I run. I I'll tend to look at the road in front of me and I'll I'll 
I'll measure my breaths and get a cadence going when I'm when I get tired and all that kind of thing. But I think it's absolutely um, a, a wonderful thing, and especially um, for such a time as this, right? Mm-hmm. Because to get outside when everybody's so afraid of to get outside and run and all that, what I can imagine of taking part in that event last year when everybody's been hunkered down and and all that stuff this is helpful isn't it it was refreshing we actually i if i remember right we had tried to do it before but the fear of the virus and things like that and what it turned out to be last year was just it was kind of like a just a release for those who participated to me at least it was to me anyway that at least outside we could get together outside and not worry about it, get fresh air, be in the sunlight, and just have fun. And, um, and it was nice to be together again. That, I remember that from last year. It was really refreshing and exciting. And I think that was part of what made it so much fun last year was people finally, at least outside, you know, if you, you could still maintain distance, um, but nice fresh air and people gathering. Is there, is there a lot of fellowship uh, between the runners, or um, <laughs> is everybody pretty well concentrated on their own run? It, it's funny, and hopefully we'll attract a few more serious runners. For me, it was a lot of fellowship. For others, some of those guys and some of those men and women are more, so serious <laughs> you know, I mean, this is a big deal, you know. Um, for me, it's just a lot of fun uh, to be together. But, uh, you know, you have the serious runners that they're focused and they're, they're going to get their time and their time is going to be on the Internet where everybody can see it and things like that. And they're very competitive. So it kind of varies. But uh, we try to make this a real fun atmosphere. Right, yeah. right. Well, and it is. We blew through that segment, and yes. nobody called. I'm shocked that you didn't know what archer in the Bible, really. His shots went long, 866-348-7884. We would love to hear that, so you can call in and win when we come back. we got a lot more to talk about. You are a high-value target of with David Johnson's new book, as well as this 5K run. So stay tuned. we got a lot more coming up. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. We're so blessed to have with us Pastor Skip Furrow of of North Point Baptist Church here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, as well as David Johnson. He's the author of You Are a High Value Target, Knowing Your Enemies' Schemes and Defeating Them. So I'm interested, um, David, how, how did God put it on your heart to write such a book? Uh, I think my observation of so many people being defeated one way or another by different mechanisms, and I, and I thought, my goodness, this just cannot be. Add to that the contemporary what's going on in these our present culture is shocking, because the good guys are now the targets. And, for example, um, the First Amendment is being denied a lot of Christian organization. Um, we got this anti-conversion therapy on the way through legislation right now. 
which basically says that you cannot attempt to uh, advise therapeutically or otherwise anybody to change their their gender um, or sexuality or identity. Um, in fact, uh, just this last week, I think it was in, in Finland, uh, they used the hate speech laws and they redefined it and they call it ethnic agitation. And uh, one of the members of the of the parliament has got charged three criminal charges for giving her testimony because it was considered ethnic agitation. So we have got, um, in, in fact, when Scripture says in the last days of peril, the time shall come, um, uh, and, and men shall be, and one of them is that they will be despisers of those that are good. Um, evil is not content to just be evil. It wants to change the whole scheme of things and say that the good people are really the evil people. And that's where we get that great verse, Woe unto them that put good for evil and evil for good, bitter for sweet, sweet for bitter, etc. And so what happens now is anybody who stands up for moral principles is considered evil because they are against the evil side of the ledger. So um, I think the issue is really contemporary right now, um, culturally, but but individually too. People are under attack, and um, and the more valuable a person is, the more it seems they're under attack, like we just referenced. The truth is that few people understand how valuable they are, for starters. I just came, and it's kind of difficult right now. I'm glad to be on Robbie so much and to uh, share with Skip. But I just came from a a morning event where there were two ladies that worked there, and one didn't show up dead. She's dead. They're not sure whether she shot herself or whether her son shot her. But people who are into self-abuse um, have a major uh, identity problem of, of, of loving themselves. And we're, of course, we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. You don't love yourself, then you're not going to love your neighbor. And so um, self-destructive behaviors are really suicide on an installment plan. Instead of taking your life with some finality, you just kill yourself, you know, drink by drink, drug by drug, um, activity by activity. And, and, and so people are self-destroying. And I so, suspect that one yeah. of the major reasons is because they don't know how wonderful they really are. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more that I mean, obviously, God thought you were wonderful enough to literally die for you. I mean, and, there you go. If, yeah. But I'm curious, you know, when you go on these projects with God, and I, I know you did that, he sneaks up on you sometimes and he teaches you something that you're like, oh, I, I didn't know that. Was there something along the lines when you were doing your research on the book or, or, or studying that God showed you as a solution that you didn't see coming? Oh, sure. Sure. Um, I, I had to differentiate between what was an attack from without versus the fault of my own uh, activity or disposition. Because not everything that's going wrong is an attack. 
because we can mess things up by ourselves. <laughs> um, so I have had my share of uh, have to like I love the scripture of Skip. I think it was Skip. I don't know whether it was Robbie or Skip that you quoted earlier in the show. Uh, that one, blessed be God, the Father of Lord Jesus Christ, the God of all mercies, who comforts us in our tribulation so that we can comfort others for the same comfort we ourselves got from God. So it's like God takes us through our trouble because now we know how to help somebody else who's going through the same trouble, and we can share with them the help we got from God. That is a phenomenal concept, and I can't remember which of you quoted that, but it's so significant, and it's your point right now, Robbie, is that, um, and, and that's, I guess, you know, I guess it's true, why, why God didn't choose angels to do the preaching. He chose people. <laughs> yeah. He wanted people who had, who had to struggle and win, fail and survive, uh, sin and get recovery. Uh, and this is the wonderful thing about God, he's so redemptive. He knows how to fix everything that's broken. And so that's why people should come to him. But people must, first of all, know their value. And I really like what you just said. To be died for. What does that mean? What does it mean to have somebody die for you if it doesn't mean you are really important? Somebody died for you. Oh, so, so wonderful. And, of course, there's so many more points to that. Um, to know that you are actually fathered by God, for just as he's the father of us all. Uh, and Jesus does pray, when you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven. It's true, a man and a woman got together, and there's going to be a baby coming. But it is God that puts the person inside the baby. That's why he's called the Father of Spirits. Yeah, it, it is was really... Good point. It's it a beautiful thing that actually he, before time began, he said, well, there's going to be a skip furrow. We need this guy <laughs> to run in the 5Ks. You know, he, he thought through. I mean, it's unbelievable when you think about it that, you know, my parents may have wanted to have kids, but God was going to delight in in you when you were born. I, I That's a beautiful, wonderful point, on David. I, and, and part of the whole reason that, again, this – 5K is so critical because all those babies that, that yeah. God wants to be on the scene. That's how much yeah. it, that the, the same thing, right? Exactly. And David well, had to. Say, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Can't uh, be more respectful and admirable, admirable about what you're doing to save the babies. I mean, this is like. Uh, what, I, I read that uh, somebody somebody was demonstrating and had a sign. A girl had a sign that said, "said um, if when the heart stops, we are declared dead. Why aren't we declared alive when the heart starts?" No, I like that. I've never heard that. Too. I've never heard that. I'm, that's that's brilliant. It's a not. It's a. I mean, I mean, there's no rationale to killing babies. None. Um. Evil doesn't isn't rational. It's never rational because evil distorts everybody's thinking, and thus, of course, of course, the, that whole abortion thing goes back to the days of Hitler when 
the people, the Jewish people, were deemed as less than human. Therefore, they could be killed without it being called murder. And, and of course, when the trials came up, um, the, the main argument for the defenders, who were German, for killing all these people was, um, well, uh, we, we never broke the law. Yeah. We never broke That's the crazy. law. Well, hey, we're going to go to a break, David, but we will be right back with more from Pastor Skip Furrow and David Johnson. His book, Are You a High Value Target? Uh, no, you are a high value target, not are you a high value target? You are. And then Skip's race. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today we are blessed to have with us Pastor Scott, I mean, Pastor Scott, Pastor Skip Furrow with North Point Baptist Church and their 5K, which is called the Lucky Leprechaun 5K. It's going to be at the Farmer's Market in Colfax. And let me get this website to you. It's yourrace.com. That's correct. And uh, not like it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. No, it's it's your race. <laughs> it's your race.com. Saturday, March the 5th at 10 a.m. And again, the idea is to um, support Salem Pregnancy Care Centers. Um, and, and I liked uh, what David said. He said, you know, I'll just go there. You can go there and register and, and, and whatever, and you don't have to run. You can ride a bike. You can walk. You can... Stay in Dallas or wherever. Where where are you at today, David? I am online trying to register right now. Okay. Oh, <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic, so David. It wasn't quite long enough, you know? <laughs> but where do you live, uh, David? I live in Atlantic Beach, Florida. Oh, good for you. I'm a Canadian by birth, an American by the grace of God, and a Southerner by choice. <laughs> we, have a, we have a great bumper sticker down here. It says, I wasn't born in the South, but I got here as fast as I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So getting back to, uh, I, I just want to talk a bit about North Point. I, that that I've been familiar with your ministry for years. Your son's, you know, got a neat ministry. And, and what, what would you share with us? about your church for people who are thinking, man, I need a church to go to up here in the north side of Winston-Salem. Oh, I appreciate that very much. <clears throat> First of all, North Point is a very loving group of people. Uh, and we are interested in people coming into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It is a privilege for me to just preach God's word. I don't have enough time left in my life to preach anything else. I will never get done with the word of God. And we just mm -hmm. preached right straight from the Bible, just trying to reach people for Christ and encourage them in their walk with Christ. And I would just say, we would welcome you to come. If you don't know the Lord, we want you to know how you can know him. If you do know him, please come and just grow with the rest of us who are trying to figure out how to grow in Christ. And it is a super group of people, very loving, very kind. And that that's absolutely critical. I remember uh, our pastor at Calvary one time said, you know, you don't have to go to church to get to heaven, but you don't need a boat to get to Europe, but it is a long swim. Yes, it is. <laughs> 
and and I've always, but I was going to say, Pastor, that in your own life, right, your church, because you've been there a long time. Yes. I mean, when you suffer sort of the losses that you've been through recently, you find out what it really does mean to belong to a community that loves you, not because Absolutely. you're their pastor, but because they love Skip. Of course, I've been on the side of ministry. I've been on the side of being there for people. But going through personal loss myself, I've also experienced the love that that church had towards towards me. And um, that they were there for me in a special way to love back to me. And so it was a wonderful privilege, although it was very difficult, to see them when I've gone through some times of crisis in my life that I was on the receiving end of their love. And I've seen how important it is to have the community. And, and I have to say, it's not... I've got pastor friends in this area that stood with me too. They were incredible. Um, and other people in other churches, other Christians. And but for those have, who don't know, I should say Skip lost his wife in 2018. Yes. Mm. And right. to be, yeah. you know, well, I, for instance, um, the Sunday after the funeral, um, I, I went back to church. I was not preaching. And someone said to me, you know, Pastor, you don't need to be here so quick. And for me, and I'm not saying this would be like that for everyone, but for me, I needed to be with those people. I wanted to be surrounded by them. I wanted just to sense their love and the camaraderie that they that they had. And uh, for them to be there was a, was a real ministry to my heart. Right, and that's so. the beauty of being mm-hmm. part of a loving church that, Jesus shows up with everybody that walks in. Those all those high value targets that you talk about, David. <laughs> uh, and, and I have to say this: I, I there are there is a philosophy of thought that if you're in leadership, you cannot be close to the people that you lead. And I don't see that in our Lord. No, not I, at all. I, I, <laughs> Good point. You know <laughs> this this concept that hey, you're the pastor, you're supposed to be up there in a pinnacle. Well, I'm not. I'm just a busted, broken guy that God chooses to use. And I, being close to people, I think, is extremely important. I hate we're out of time. We're going to mention that website one more time. It's yourrace.com, as well as David's book, right? You are a high-value target. Knowing your enemy schemes and defeating them, you can find out, again, all about David Johnson's other books. Um, it was all there at Amazon. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Pastor, or thank you, David. Thank you. Good to meet you, David. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have more David at the NRB coming up, so that won't be long. And and I'll get a chance to see you again, I hope. And right now, those listening, we got Encouraging Prayer, followed by Masculine Journey. We're just so grateful that you're listening and for joining us here on the Truth Network. God bless. This is the Truth Network.